Welcome back for another episode of the AWG Podcast, where we discuss the biggest topics and trends in the water sport and boat tour industry. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and join our mailing list by visiting watersportpodcast.com. After you finish listening, continue the conversation in our Facebook group, Watersport and Boat Tour Operators. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Episode 65 with the Awkward Water Sports Guys Podcast. It is me, Kevin O'Neill. Who's my co-host, Greg, over here? I got a special episode. I'm going to lead us in near and dear to my heart. No, it's not that special. So I want to like I want to actually have just like kind of like a, a conversational piece with you guys today. Those of you guys who listen, and if you guys are in our group, I'd love to hear some feedback because uh, internally, Greg and I have been talking back and forth about you know rebranding. We talked about it a little on the show what we see. Uh, going forward into 22, what that looks like. Because year one, we had a really clear goal and a really clear mission. At 65 episodes, it can become daunting to try to keep on, you know, talking about these same subjects as it pertains to you guys. So, you know, we do this for you guys. You know, at the end of the day, there's no, Greg and I aren't getting rich. We've said this a hundred times. We're not getting paid by a rival. You know, we, we legitimately want to grow the community. We want to create a network. We want to create, I don't know if it's a movement or, you, or whatever you want to call it. So, you know, I wouldn't say we're at an impasse, but I think that, Greg, would you agree that like our weekly conversations about water sports have kind of slowed down a little bit just with our businesses and our actual life? Like, not that we're putting anything less into it, but we're both kind of running short on time on having like two hour conversations about the industry. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you only can talk so much about the same things. Right. I and mean, we have 65 episodes or 64 episodes of content. I mean, if someone says, Hey, I want to learn about safety. Well, I can give you six episodes where we talk extensively about safety and waivers and, and all that. So Yeah. Yeah. So where I'm going, where I'm going with this is if you guys listen to this, like first and foremost, like I would just love what you guys would like to hear about. Even if it's water sports, great. If it's outside the world of water sports, like you got to understand, like Greg is like, man, Greg is into off into a bunch of different things. I'm off into a bunch of different things. Like, you know, the, the people that come onto this show are off into a bunch of things. Like our network is filled with some of the smartest, talented, wealthy, and diversified individuals that you could possibly get an opportunity to talk to. Like, I mean, there's literally uh, the amount of, of knowledge that has come off this show is, has personally made me, you know, into the tens of thousands of dollars, you know? So anytime someone asks me, what do you get out of this show? I'm like, man, I, I get to learn. And that learning is, man, you can stick actual monetary numbers on it. So with that being said, like after this episode is done, I would love you guys to come into the comment section and be like, Hey, I don't give a shit what it is. You know, if you're like, Hey man, I really loved the James Garrettson episode. Like how do I get into murder for hire and owning big cats? And I'll be like, I might be able to point (laughs) you in a direction for that. (laughs) But you might be like, Hey, I'm really interested in NFTs. 
as it pertains to whatever. And Greg's going to be like, oh, shit, man, let me holler at you. You might go, Kevin, I'm interested in opening up a gym. What kind of resources do you have for that? Or like me and Greg are both two very well-read guys. And for what we don't know, we could probably point you in that direction or link you with somebody that, that does have these sort of ideas. I mean, one of the episodes we talked about diversification. And this is my hope with this episode is that we can start to diversify next year and have a better, clear objective into the realm of diversification, business diversification, personal development, all these sort of issues. I would like to to bring to the forefront of what we're talking about because at the end of the day, every single one of you that is listening to this are maritime professionals, but at heart, you're fucking entrepreneurs. Like there's no difference between you and the guy that's starting off a pizza joint that's starting off a Chinese rub and tug, that's starting off a fucking lawn care company that wants to get into politics. Like, we know you guys have other interests, but we can't dial it in if you guys don't start to give us a little bit of, you know, a little bit of, hey, a little feedback, or give us a review. You know what I mean? Get in the group and start mixing shit up. So, I mean, Greg is completely oblivious. I told him, hit record. I'm going to talk. And now I got to throw him in the spotlight, Greg. So, I mean, you know, this, this is like a, this is some like an experiment avant-garde episode. I, I just grabbed a whole inside run with this. So like, what, what are your thoughts? Like if you were a listener, like what would you be interested in hearing more about outside of water sports? I mean, to be completely transparent, my favorite episodes are when like, we're just laughing and, and talking about random things like, yeah. You know, like the Tiger King was was pretty hysterical. Um, and then there's this other episodes where we so I, I do like because every day all I talk about and hear about is like operations, water sports, booking, marketing. So when I do the podcast, I kind of like when we go off and start talking about different things. But at the same time, uh, you know, the real value to to some people is the help and the advice, uh, and some of the, the tips and tricks, I guess you want to say, uh, like I still get people that call me about the trip protection and the damage protection options, like thanking us for doing that, like how much money they've made and how much that has affected their business. Um, like I want to make sure we're still adding value, but at the same time, I think when people are listening and I mean, we're, we're getting an hour of their time every week and, uh, some may want to hear a lot more on the business side. Some may just want to be entertained and, and hearing kind of like that, that booth conversation, like when they're down at, because some, some don't have like big teams where they can have these conversations uh, with these very like relaxed conversations and, and things like that, where we joke around about things. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I like the idea of branching out and talking about different things, but it really would have to be driven by our community. They like, would do they, you know, other than just water sports, what are some things within the entrepreneurial uh, realm that we can, we can dive into because there's a lot of new trends happening in, in 2022 that everyone's going to want to be looking at. So, yeah. Yeah. So to that, to that point, man, um, <coughs> First of all, Greg, don't edit any of this out because I want to tell you all motherfuckers, man, something right now. Like I am, I am fucking COVID 
like level one bazillion. My infant son's level COVID one bazillion. And I'm, I'm, I'm out here doing this show. Greg can tell you right now, I legitimately look like shit. I look terrible. But I'm going to sit down here and, and, and do this with y'all because I love this thing. But the, the thing is, is that for me, I see an entire different spectrum. You know, I look at things from an entire different lens besides just the water sports. So for me, some of the topics I think are super important are like, you know, how strong is sales in your industry? How, like when we talk with the episode with um, Trish, that, that was super important when she talked about selling your business or buying a business where the owner was the key part of sales, of operations or whatever it was. They couldn't buy the business without him being there. So there is this extremely important fundamental concept we as as owner operators have to understand. And it is the most quintessential part of this journey. It is the number one question I was at at our conference. And that is, how do I scale without me, Greg? And that doesn't just end here, right? You know this personally. I'm not going to put your business out there, but you know personally, Trip Shock, Wave Res, like how do these things function without Greg Fisher at the helm? And it's something that as entrepreneurs, we all suffer from. And that's the ability to fire ourselves. I had to fire myself last year. I had to. I had no other option. COVID was in full effect. My wife wasn't quitting her job. I had a newborn baby. I, I wears no daycare. I had to fire myself and my business doubled. Our profit margins increased. I got out of my own way. And this year I've replaced myself. I have hired a functioning operator, part owner, business partner to take over my realm day to day. And and, and I've been working training him. So that's one component. Oh, with one very big component to all of you guys who ask me, how do I scale? When I'm one guy, one boat, how do I pay my bills and reinvest back in my company? This just isn't water sports, man, brother. This is whatever it is that you're doing. This is everything. So I think there's questions of scalability. I think there's, 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 certain, there's probably uh, tax strategies that we're concerned about. There's probably... Uh, legalities that we're concerned about, bookkeeping uh, practices that we're not talking about. I think for us moving 2022, for me personally, these are the conversations that I need to have as a business owner because these are the most important questions because I've watched guys scale to 15, 20 million dollars and it took 30, 30 years while similar competitors scaled to the same amount of money in five. Offering the same products in the same market, in the same saturated markets. And what were the two key fundamental differences? I can tell you that marketing was one. I can tell you that hiring was two. Three was standard operating procedures. What SOP do you have in your industry right now that are congruent with systemization Without homogenization, what I mean by that, are you doing things systematically and not losing or, or, or re- retaining, rather, your core values that makes your company unique? That is real fucking shit. And if you are not doing that, you are not scaling, and you are figuring out what the difference is of having a job and being a business, uh, a small business owner, 
between being a founder. And I can tell you, brother, as sitting to the left in the screen, that I am a business owner. Greg is a fucking founder. And there's a fundamental difference there. And those are the kind of conversations I would like to continue having this show as we go down the line. And I would love to be able to pick from other industries, not just water sports, but there's a lot we can learn from other industries. I don't care if it's from Taco Bell, from Walmart, from Apple, from fucking uh, the private equity, uh, Chenmark, and how they've run their business. The Chinese rub and tug? The Chinese restaurant that I want so bad, Chenmark. <laughs> the, <laughs> China, the Chinese movie theater. Yeah. So, so, uh, not, not to get super preachy. It's just like, these are some of my thoughts and maybe I'm off base. Maybe you guys just want to hear about like fucking, you know, Chris Woodruff uh, and paddles by the sea or, you know, fucking, uh, uh, Sean Walsh's, uh, shit going on in Texas. Maybe you want to hear my story or Greg's story or, you know, how I built this. And, and that, that shit's still going to happen. I mean, there's too many of you guys out there with such so many great fucking stories that I'm just like, Oh shit, you got to get on the show. You know, I mean, I talk to guys every day. We still want to share those stories. But at the same point in time, like there's really important things that you need to understand in this industry because it can fucking there's one of 10 things can end you like this. Hey, everyone, we're going to take a quick break and talk about our sponsors for the month. Amp Agency. Amp is a full service digital marketing agency that specializes in tour, rental and destination marketing. We would not have sponsors on the show if we could not vouch for them ourselves. Amp Agency does a bunch of stuff for Destiny Water Adventures. Personally, I 100% vouch for this guy. I've I've handed them over to other companies in the past before they officially became a sponsor, and they have had nothing but great things to say. If you guys are doing your own marketing and doing a piss poor job of it, do yourselves a favor. Hand yourselves over to AMP Agency, specifically Steve Edwards, their CEO, will call you personally and have a great conversation with, uh, with you about what you guys need to do for your marketing. Listen, guys, they do pretty much everything in digital marketing, website development, maintenance, Google AdWords, PPC, graphic design, social media management, SEO, and a myriad of other things. When you choose a marketing company, it's so important to choose a company that knows your industry. And AMP Agency knows activity marketing, especially water sports and tours. They got a promo going for Awkward Water Sport Guy listeners for their, their managed websites. Use promo code Awkward Podcast when you go to AMP.agency. Again, that's AMP.agency, promo code Awkward Podcast. You get three months free and get started with AMP Agency. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. And they got to be addressed. And if you have questions, post it up in the group. Let's talk about it. What are you interested in? What are you excited about? What what do you what, like where's their problems? Where are the where are the roadblocks in your business? What are your goals? You know, are you clear in your intentions? Are do you, do you know exactly what it is that you want out of this? And in your wildest dreams, not like, oh, gee whiz, I'd like to stop driving my own boat every day. But how about like I'd like to have a fleet of 10 boats or 20 boats or whatever it is may be. Maybe you're content with just driving one boat for the rest of your life. I don't know how long you've been in the game, but I guarantee you that most of you, that shit's not going to last for 10 years. It gets old real fast. And, and melanoma in the sun's a hell of a thing, man. I, I do think that we need to have lots of different content that's, that's not always curated based on water sports, like learning from different industries, bringing them in and having conversations. Uh, there's always a tie-in to 
the tour industry, whatever you hear about, whether it be, you know, marketing, accounting operations, there's always a tie in. All right. Let, hold on, I'm going to stop you real quick. I'm going to stop, not take over, but, but, but I want to, I'm going to give you a path here that I, that I want you to go down to. So this is a perfect example, right? And, and are you, are you at privilege to talk about the future for trip shock? Like some of your things that you're implementing, yeah. some of your future for 2022, yeah, are that's you, fine. Are we, can we talk about that? Yeah, yeah. All right. So Greg is really doing some really fucking cool things in crypto and NFTs. I think it's fucking super groundbreaking. I think he's probably going to be the first out of the fucking gate knocking this shit out of the box. And and I think I don't think I don't care if TripAdvisor jumps on and listens to this anyway. They're humdrum. They're old. They're not young. They're not hungry. They're not ready to go. They might be hiring people, but they're not all in it like you. So Greg's got this passion for NFTs, right? And, and it's not just some quick like pump and dump scheme where he's trying to create tokens or make his own collection and make a ton of fucking money. He's in it for the long game. Greg, explain to us a little bit what TripShock has in store for 2022 involving crypto and NFTs because I think it's incredibly exciting. Yeah. So what we're doing is we're allowing people to connect their crypto wallets to our website. Uh, it's a phase one to eventually leading to the opportunity for people to use crypto as payments, but we don't think that there's enough adoption yet to allow crypto payments. Uh, we have a long ways to go, but if you own certain tokens, I mean, NFTs technically are, are, are tokens. Um, if you have certain tokens in your wallet, uh, you will qualify for different discounts or rewards. So basically, um, if you hold th these tokens in your wallet, you connect to TripShock and you will uh, automatically be um, qualified for the discounts for uh, different tours and activities. And we are the first travel entity to do anything uh, along these lines. I'm, I don't think maybe we're not the first one for a wallet connect. I haven't, although I haven't ever seen any travel company doing it, but definitely using NFTs and their protocols to give uh, rewards and discounts to people. So we're going to partner with different NFT collections, bring their communities to uh, TripShock to purchase activities. And, you know, we looked beyond just the, the popularity, but the demographics of people that are buying NFTs are, you know, millennial males that are higher income. Um, and really the demographics on TripShock is millennial females with, medium to high household income. So uh, I do think that there's going to be um, a crossover there. And, you know, it might not have huge adoption at first, but we want to get our feet in the water with Web3 and crypto mm -hmm. and everything, because you just never know where, where we're going to be at in three, four, five years. And we're going to have such a uh, leg up. We're going to be so ahead of the game where whatever changes there are, we'll be ready for it. Can, can you give me like the elevator pitch on Web3? Like, can you define Web3? Yeah. So let's, let's take it back. Yeah. Uh, Web1 is basically, you know, AOL back in the day. You know, that's that's Web1 where, you know, uh, it's, it's somewhat decentralized in some sense. You know, there's you have an open Internet, but the users still have a lot of responsibility uh, when it comes to privacy. And then you get into Web2 where it kind of flip-flops where you got these big entities like Google and Amazon, they control the privacy and they control the data. I mean, technically, like if you think about Google, all of your data is stored on their servers 
And even though they give you access and they have these terms of services that supposed to lay out the, the rules and terms of your data, they still own it. Facebook, all those guys. And that's, that's web two, the big, uh, big tech web three is we go back kind of to web one in a sense where the users are in control. Just imagine signing up for TripAdvisor in a Web3 environment where everything you do on TripAdvisor, any bookings you make, any reviews you make, anything you make, you own that. So instead of you having to get permission from TripAdvisor to post something, they have to do that with you. They have to get permission to use your data, like use your reviews. And we can say no. And when we want to take that back, we can. Now they can wow. decide whether or not to whether or not to show it, but at the end of the day, we own that content. Um, so let, I want to put this in the layman's terms for those of you guys that are, are somewhat marketing savvy, have a good idea, right? So initially on the NFT thing in crypto, I was a little bit bearish, you know, um, till I kept until we kept talking to Greg, man, for our, his fucking nerdiness and that whole explanation, which isn't going to mean shit to most of you guys because you're a bunch of knuckleheads like fucking me. I, however, I got to like go YouTube about 30 things that he just said. Also look up a bunch of different kind of words in the dictionary because I'm a big dummy and he's a big smart guy. But the point being is that if you look at like web one, you look at like, let's say, for example, SEO, which we're all familiar with SEO. Back in the day, you used to be able to do all this cornball shit, hide keywords back behind pictures, do a bunch of keyword stuffing, do a bunch of black hat kind of like, you know, circumventing fucking Google's algo and fucking be able to rank. Web two, you're able to use backlinks and do some of sort of this stuff. So some of this stuff is like starting to get archaic as Google continues to learn and prioritize and get better and their crawlers get better. And every update they have, they figure out at how anyone can kind of game the system, right? So while we focus on things like SEO and focus on things like pay-per-click and focus on things like social, those things are all still relevant. Don't get me wrong. But at the same point in time, as we move into Web3, that marketing applications, how your customers find you, it is going to change. My success in a market where I knew nobody, it was because I saw a hole in the advertising and marketing platform. Nobody was using pay-per-click ads. Nobody was using fucking social. No, nobody was doing, nobody was doing, nobody was doing any of this shit that was already old hat, except for guess fucking who? Fucking this guy over here. He was doing it. When I fucking was doing research into every single company, what what their profiles looked like, what they were spending on ads, one name kept on coming up over and over and over again. And to be frank, his site didn't even fucking look that good when I first checked them out. They got really <laughs> good much later. You know what I mean? No offense, but you know what I will. Little, I will say we were. It was always, a little listy. <laughs> yeah, we were. We were always several years ahead of like our people in our space, and now I, I'm at that phase where. I'm getting ahead again. Right. And yep. the, the thing about Web2 is that we're all using pay-per-click, right? Google controls that whole ecosystem. They have such a stronghold and they are deathly afraid of Web3, of losing that control, losing losing the, the data of they're getting from their users. You know, when people get a crypto wallet, they own those tokens. Those tokens are in their wallet. They own when you put your money in a, in a bank account, like I look at traditional banks as 2.0 still because they can take that money and essentially lend it out to people. 
And you you don't like that's why the FDIC insures it, because they could, could technically do something dumb and you could lose your money. You're insured up to 250000 When you have your own wallet, your crypto wallet, you own that money. Now, you are responsible for it. So if you lose it, then you're screwed. But that's the whole thing. It's, it's true ownership. Just with GoDaddy. So right now, if you have a, a Ethereum wallet, and for all of you that that are in this and understand it, you know, you'll understand the, this whole concept here. But when you get an Ethereum wallet, it's a bunch of numbers and letters. It's like 50 numbers and letters. You can go and get a domain name to replace those numbers and letters uh, through ENS domains. When you get that domain name, you own that domain name. What 100%. When you go to GoDaddy and you register a, a name, GoDaddy owns that. And we pay a monthly or yearly subscription for that domain. They they host it. And then when you don't pay it, they take it back. So that's those. these are some of the big concepts of Web3 is that we truly own stuff when in 2.0 we don't. So when it comes to advertising and marketing, it, in Web3.0, everybody's going to start joining communities, either through social networks or, or whatever. Well, well look, look what just happened with Facebook. That's a perfect yeah. example. Look what yeah. just happened with fucking Facebook. You know, they chopped the head off fucking small businesses, man. With the remarketing. Yeah. With their marketing. Yeah, that's yeah, all they, you can remarket now. Of, you can't market direct anymore. You can remarket, but fucking, you know, at the end of the day, you, you can't even really track that because and I where mean, did you last click, but. And where do people go in Facebook? They went to Facebook groups, right? Facebook groups sure. are blowing up. Communities yeah. are forming uh, of through interest groups. Yeah. And. A lot of these communities are locked down. You cannot even advertise to these communities because they're yeah. private. Now, web the opportunities in Web3, and this is why I am getting ahead of it, is that if you partner with these communities, these crypto or NFT communities, you can get all of their wallet data of each single one of, of these communities and you can market to them. Or you can even contact them and say, hey, you know, this community is a good fit for my business. Uh, we want to do something for your community. Uh, we want to offer discounts. You just connect your wallet and you're there. And th- this is like that first stage because I can't market to these people traditionally, but I do have their wallet addresses. So there's ways that we can can work together. And I, But I, I just, I don't have, I'm not going to get like their first and last name, but there's other ways of communicating through through marketing channels, knowing that you have your wallet address and you have permission from their community. So Facebook re- advertising is falling apart because of this, this whole privacy thing, but everyone's moving to Facebook groups. They're forming communities. They're forming alliances. Uh, and eventually those people are going to probably start getting into Web3 to, to some degree, either through NFT collections. Like I have a, 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 another podcast he just released an NFT collection. If you bought his NFT, you had cert- certain perks and benefits. I think every one of these Facebook groups you're seeing, especially with Facebook announcing just recently that they're going to have an NFT marketplace, uh, these groups are going to start launching NFTs. You buy the NFT, that's your like your club pass to these. And then once they buy them, now marketers can access those people through their wallets. Uh, so, I mean, without... And, and Greg, I mean, that's like, you know, like, that's it, man. That, that, I think that's the explanation we need to hear. But, you know, to, to, to kind of like, uh, to kind of condense that, it's like, you know, the point being is that it's like, you're going to be behind the trend on marketing curves, right? You're going to be focusing your money on SEO and you're going to be focusing your money on pay-per-click. 
And that's going to be the fucking yellow pages. That's going to be rat cards. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe not to that extent, but I mean, realistically, five, 10 years, that absolutely could die. And, and, and that's sort of like the brilliant part about marketing, online marketing in, uh, in today's, um, in, in, in today's uh, what's, the, what's the ecosphere, whatever, fucking whatever you want to call it. I have COVID, fucking brain frog. Uh, the point is, is that if you're ahead of these curves, when they happen, you're going to be able to dominate. You're going to be able to reach these customers. You're going to reach these niche people that still, you know, like, what the fucking NFT? Well, it might be somebody that fucking loves that shit that fucking also likes coming to Florida or California or fucking Lake fucking Winnetoba or where the fuck it is that you rent your jet skis or do kayaks or paddleboards. Then there's going to be a unique opportunity for you to reach a fucking niche customer. And you're going to be the only one operating within that niche. So to that point, again, this is just, this is one idea. This is one thing that we can have a conversation about on this show that isn't directly related to jet ski. You know, if you come on this show and you want to hear about how to tear down a fucking Yamaha engine, I I mean, go to fucking YouTube and look that shit up, man. We've never been that. We're not going to be that. Um, Ask people in the group for sure. Like there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be able to answer that question. But again, we need some great content ideas from you. We are, I've got about a bazillion ideas regard, regarding entrepreneurship and, and mindset and ideas of how you can grow your business by becoming a better person. You can grow your business by becoming a better motivator, a better leader, like all these things that you know we haven't really got to talk about. Greg's got a ton of different ideas about how you can market using Web3 and fucking all sorts of other heady shit fucking that like – Man, like he'll call me up and want to talk to me about it, but I'm such a dummy. But here's what's happened of having these conversations because one of the things I like to talk about when I'm with like my circle, my network is like finding opportunity in things. And there's only so long I could just deny what he was saying. You know where I was? You know where I was on last night? What I did predominantly with the last three hours of my night, Greg? What? I was on OpenSea. Really? After we had that conversation yesterday with me and Steve, who will be on the show next week, Steve from Amp Agency, he was supposed to be on uh, yesterday. We got caught up. And shit, we're probably going to talk about NFTs again, to be honest, <laughs> with you, because I think it's super interesting. Because listen, if we're not, if we talk enough about SEO, we talk enough about pay per click, we talk enough about social, why aren't we talking about this great next fucking marketing thing that's coming around the corner? But I'll tell you, I'm almost to a point to we're going to talk about this much and we're going to stop talking about it. Because I'm fucking, I don't want to give up the next great secret to my fucking competitors, especially if they learn faster or read more than I do, which they well, fucking the, don't. And the they honest, definitely don't the work hard. The truth is NFTs are the future of, um, of marketing. Yeah. We just don't know it yet. Yeah. And, and, and look, and we're going to continue to have these conversations, dude. And I don't want you to think like you're cross-setching worlds or you're bringing your favorite thing in here because I, th- I think it's amazing, dude. And I think if we're not open to this shit, we're going to remain stagnant. You know what I mean? Because eventually what's going to happen is someone's going to strap on a fucking set of goggles and they're not going to have to fucking leave their room to go parasailing. And I'm going to fucking launch that fucking video game. (laughs) (laughs) And I ain't never got to drive a motherfucking boat again, son. (laughs) I saw this shit in the mall the other day, man. My my partner was trying to get me to go in there, put on the Oculus Rift and walk on a board for 15 minutes. I said, man, I'm not willing to give that up, give up my my life in the the light. But yeah, man. So these are, these are just a few of the ideas that have been running through my head, man. Um, You know, I, again, I would like to talk about more like 
oper- on operations. Sorry, I'm just driving me nuts. But uh, I'm co- I randomly just comb my beard, guys. It's like a weird thing I like to do. I comb the tangles out of my beard because it's getting really, really long. It's getting super bushy. Yeah. Uh, but but one of the things I, I do want to talk about is like leadership, man. Like, you know, company culture. Like what, what what's your company culture? We talk about how to motivate our employees and we take them on trips and we give them money. But is, are you really motivating your employees? Are you really pushing your employees to the next fucking level? Are you truly invested in what it is that they're trying to accomplish in their life from a $12 an hour guy to a $30 an hour guy? Are you invested in them? Mm-hmm. Because just giving somebody a fucking dinner, taking them to a fucking Universal, which we all did around here, mm-hmm. it's a great time, and your team appreciates it. But there's something much more valuable that they appreciate, and that's investment into their growth, and that's investment into their lives, and that's in truly, truly investing into them as fucking people because you fucking care and you want to see them win just as fucking badly as you want to win because they want to win too. Well, let's leave it. Another subject. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's leave it there. And, um, I think, I hope we get a lot of comments and feedback from our listeners and our Facebook group on what they're going to want to hear about in 2022, because we're going to, we're going to mix it up. I think we talked about this a few episodes ago, Kevin, about how we plan on mixing this up and, and doing a lot more entrepreneurial based episodes and just talking about, future things. I mean, like the NFT discussion is a perfect, op- perfect opportunity to talk about like what's next in the next three, four or five years. Like I, I want our listeners to be so far ahead of the curve uh, when new trends come, they're way ahead of it. I mean, I will say that because I was ahead when it come to Google ads, when I started doing Google ads back in like 2007, 2008 down here in the panhandle, nobody was doing them in tours. Like we cleaned up for like four or five years until people got you know, the idea that they need to be doing this. Uh, we're going to get you to a point where you're, you know, that first company that understands it, that's doing it, it's going to reap all the benefits. Uh, so, you know, get ready because uh, we're going to get, to get wild, man. About to get wild. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for everybody for uh, hanging out with us for a little bit and make sure to go to our Facebook group tour uh, water sport and tour professionals, share us, share the podcast uh, on your social media channels and uh, yeah, come say hi to us in the Facebook group. We're always there hanging out and keep it awesome. (laughs) Are you trying to mock me? No, man. I'm trying to tell you, we're going to fucking rebrand this motherfucker. We're going to be the awesome water sport guys. I like that a lot better. But we are awkward. I mean, you might be awkward, motherfucker. I'm smooth as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Except when I go to my kid's high school, then I'm fucking awkward. (laughs) Me, your dad, I'm wearing Crocs and a pink shirt. Yeah. All right, right. man. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you have further thoughts, questions, or comments about this episode, head to our Facebook group, Water Sport and Boat Tour Operators, to continue the conversation. See you next time.